was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Let's go through this. We got 28 Christmas horror movies ranked worst to best. Number 28 from 1983. This is the worst one? This is number 28 on the list. Wait, do we need Rotten Tomatoes music? Yeah, we do. All right. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. (laughs) I keep doing this anyway. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, so this is ranked worst to best. So I guess this would be considered their worst. This one from 1983 is called The Dorm That Dripped Blood. It's a crazed killer stalks college students, Lori Lepinski, Stephen Sachs, and David Snow, who gave up their vacation to clean a deserted dormitory. So it's a 25% audience score and 0% from critics. The Dorm That Dripped Blood. I usually like these early 80s trailers. I need some early 80 trailer voice. Oh, they don't sound like they're going to clean. These kids are trouble. Yeah, they're not going to clean the dorm. They're going to do (laughs) drugs and to bang. I ching out. It's a Christmas movie because they gave up their Christmas vacation to clean the dorm. I don't want to clean that dorm. That sock on the doorknob is sticky. That was number 28. Oh, did we talk about this one? No, we did not. This was from 1997. It's called Jack Frost. A notorious serial killer, Jack Frost, is being driven to his execution. The truck carrying the murder encounters a bizarre... It transforms him into a mutant... Don't forget to click before you read. Yeah, a mutant snowman. Sheriff Sam Tyler, who caught the psychopath originally, has remained concerned about his return and seems that his fears were well-founded. Before long, bodies pile up, all killed in gruesome, wintry ways. It was released on... On December 2016, it's called Jack Frost. It's an hour and a half. Night. Science and evil collide. Science and evil? Sounds familiar? Oh, yeah. Those are the worst. That's the worst combination. <laughs> Genetic research. Oh, so the snow comes to life. Yeah. Now, a serial killer is on the loose. We hadn't even tested the acid on an amoeba, let alone a human cell. An amoeba. It's a disaster. Look, I just saw something that doesn't belong in this world, and it's out there killing my friends. Now tell me what it is. Snow. Jack Frost. What is I recognize that scream from something else. And he's giving cold-blooded a whole new meaning. Hey, Jack! What? What is this? 
So when you watch this movie, the effects are really, really bad. I've seen this one. Oh, you have seen it? Yeah. Blow me. <laughs> he looked vaguely frost. Look, Ma! I'm a Picasso! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think they earned their seven seven percent. I don't know about these polls, man. Yeah, who's making this? Is Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, I don't know. Is this eight. is best to worst? What? Let's. It's worst. No, it's worst to best. Worst to best. Worst so to these best. are the worst ones. Okay. Yeah, these are the worst ones. So this next one is a. 12%. So should we watch these or not? So, I, I, I don't understand I don't know the poll. I don't watch. understand the poll. Should I watch these movies or not? You're telling me these are the worst? It did tell us it was the worst. But it goes all the way to best, so I should watch only the yeah. bottom half of the list? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, they're Christmas horror movies. Some people need just horror with their Christmas. They can't handle, like, Rankin-Bass classics. All right, so this next one from 2012 has got 12% on the tomato meter, 23% audience score. It's called ATM. Familiar with it? It's on Netflix. I've seen the uh, box for it. Here's a fun fact about ATM. Its box office gross in the U.S. was 2000 bucks. A murderous assailant traps three people in a small kiosk containing an automatic teller machine. So the ATM's the killer? I don't know. It's called ATM. Good production value right there. Yeah, I mean, this is recent. This is That's um, Alice Eve. She was in Star Trek, and that guy was in something. Emily! It's freezing out here. Why don't I just give you a ride? That would be great. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Alice Eve. What is she? Good evening, good night, bro. She was in Star Trek, one of the Star Treks. What's good to get me to you? After me. Oh, it's fine, Alice. I need seven minutes here, brother. You could kill me. I'm sorry, man. So when you don't have a lot of budget for your horror film and there's no woods nearby, shoot it at the ATM. Oh, okay. So it's the ATM's not the killer. There's a person. It's not a killer ATM. It's a killer at the ATM. Ah, that's why I was confused. Okay, I'm actually digging this now. Are you okay in there? Watch out, someone's out there! Turn to the gate. The sun will be up for hours. We'll be lucky if we don't freeze the bed. There's no hit. He got the power. Why is he doing this to us? I don't know. Maybe we did something to him. He's one guy. And there's three of us. That looks good. That actually looks pretty good. We're locked in. Okay, so the only thing that confuses me about that is that why is that number 26 on the list? Because these guys better be like, although it only got the 12%, so it's pretty low. I don't know. It looks okay. I don't get what it has to do with the holidays. Did they show anything holiday in that trailer? I mean, it looks like it's happening over Christmas, right? They were at a Christmas party and they ran to the ATM. I feel like that's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's just my opinion around tomatoes. I don't have a whole website or anything. But I think the film has to be more than just set around 
December. It has Maybe. to be about Christmas, damn it. Yeah, I agree. This next one is about Christmas. Now, I'm going to read it, but we don't have to watch the trailer. But let's see if you get it. You'll probably get it. A gratuitous remake of the 1974 slasher pumps out the gore and blood with zero creativity. The holiday season turns deadly for a group of sorority sisters. You know what this one is. This the is title? The... I have no idea. No? No. Say it again. The holiday season turns deadly for a group of sorority sisters. You didn't see the original from 74? and Slumber then... Party Massacre? basically the christmas version of that it's black christmas oh black christmas yeah this was the 2006 version and it's only got 15 percent i didn't see the remake i saw the original beefy casting because you have mary elizabeth winstead lacey shabert and then you got michelle trachtenberg from buffy fame and uh that's a pretty stacked cast. yeah it's a stacked the alamo original. draft house we can plug it on december 21st they're playing it here number 24 silent night deadly night part two from 1987 it's got a 29 percent rating on rotten tomatoes it's got a christmas ornament with the reflection of a gun in it do you remember the synopsis the younger sibling remember. of a teenage who was killed while dressed as santa carries on her brother's bloody footsteps silent night deadly night part two i'm gonna pull that up get it on blu-ray kids 1987 he's got a 45 there's like five of these skin silent night deadly night part two all Ricky ever wanted was a little kindness. <laughs> and all he ever got was pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a true story. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh, look. It affected him as an adult, you see. Oh, yeah. We've seen now that. he shoots a guy. We've seen that gift so many times. Garbage day, remember? I haven't seen this one. Have you seen this movie? Yeah. You've seen all the Silent Night, Deadly Nights? I've seen two of them. Terrorists coming home, and he's all grown up. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. What's up with that nun's face? Shocker you've been waiting for. Corporation presents Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two. This is the only movie we're gonna ever make, so it's just like let's name the releasing company Silent Night, Deadly Night, Releasing Company. No, but they made five of them. I'm curious that the rest are on the list. That's number twenty-four and part two. So who knew? All right, here's number twenty-three. It's a thirty-five percent. It's a two thousand eight film called While She Was Out. Are you familiar with that one? Not at all. Kim Basinger, Lucas Haas, Craig Sheffer, and Jamie Starr. Nothing? Nope. 17%. Pushed to the breaking point, an abused woman turns the tables on the gang of thugs who want to beat and rape her. What is it called again? It's called While She Was Out. Kim Basinger. I've never heard of this. Why is 2008 13 years ago? That's really weird. This is a Christmas movie? Yeah, I don't understand how this is a Christmas movie. Next up, 
is uh, P2. Remember the from the P franchise. P2 is full of gore but low on suspense, featuring a cat and mouse. What's plot. the P franchise? You don't remember the P franchise? No, the parking, what's the P? The parking garage franchise. Wes Bentley. No, there was a, just a movie called P. No, it was called P2. <laughs> And Lumber. then there's a P3 or what? No, there's no Is P3. there a P1? I, I don't think there's a P1. <laughs> Angela is working late on Christmas Eve. When she finally decides to leave, she goes down to the parking garage to get her car, but it won't start. Thomas, played by Wes Bentley, the garage security guard, offers to help. He also invites Angela to dinner, but she refuses. Thomas, crazy, knocks her out. She wakes up in Thomas's office, chained to a chair and in different clothes. Now Angela must fight for her life in order to escape from the garage. All right. Joe Bob says, check it out. From Summit Entertainment, the people who brought you Twilight and The Hunger Games. Believe me, I can't wait to get out of here and see you guys. Please don't be any later. I promise, I won't. I wanted to see this. Why'd you call it a franchise? There's more movies? <laughs> no, I don't know. I was thinking I got it confused with the, another letter number T2. D2. Trapped in the parking lot on Christmas. Yeah. Okay, that's the premise. They're on Christmas. And she doesn't have Argyle to help her out. That's a cool shot. Yeah, okay. Angela, are you okay? I didn't mean to scare you. What happened to my clothes? Yeah. What do you want? I've seen you drive out of here so many times. It's strange being with you. It's great, actually. Weird! This is a strange, creepy premise. Yeah. He was from American Beauty, right? That's right. Before this uh, woman, the most beautiful thing he ever saw was a trash bag. <laughs> most beautiful thing. <laughs> well, that's a nice effect with the honking between each, each beat. P2. Alright, if you need to shoot your independent horror film and there's no woods and there's no ATM, parking shoot it garage. at the parking garage. Yeah, no one's really going to bother you down there, right? Yeah, no, what else no. are they doing? Yeah, it's overnight gonna, at the parking garage. definitely not going to bother you. Number 21, Black Christmas. Better than the 2000 remake, yet not as sharp as the original. The Black Christmas stabs at timely feminist themes, but mostly hits on familiar pulp. Wait, is this the original one? No, this was 2019, so I think they remade it three times. 2019? Yeah, 2019 Black Christmas. And what was the other one you were talking about? There was one that was 2006, and then there's one, the original, in 1974. 
A privilege to teach you this semester? Oh, yeah. This is very, very recent. Blumhouse. So, so yeah, this was the remake that I remember. I don't remember the Lacey Chambay, but I do remember this one together. with Carrie Elways, and this is basically the sorority sisters. And they go in pots or whatever her name yeah. is. At least it's Christmas-based. Yeah. It's pretty recent. But I don't think it has anything to do with the original at all. Oh, I think it was sorority sisters again. It was it was something that happened at a sorority, same way. Oh, yeah. It hasn't hit, get to that part. Sorry. Spoiler alert. It's going to be some kind of sorority thing that they're doing. Did you just ruin the movie for everybody? Yeah, I did. Sorry. All right, this is over. I I think somebody else ruined the movie for me, the person who came up with redoing it. (laughs) I don't know why I said Yeah. Do you have a favorite Christmas horror movie? What is it? This next one, which is number 20, was actually my very first foray in like, wait a minute, they made a horror movie about Christmas? And it's called Silent Night, Deadly Night. It was the first one, and I remember seeing this because I remember the box clear as day at the video store that was not Blockbuster. It was the one that we talked about before that was attached to the gas station. Mine was attached to an Albertsons. 1984 classic. An orphan raised by nuns grows up to be a killer toy store Santa Claus. Released in 1994. TriStar Flick. Check it out. This looks, uh, they must have taken a while before he made the sequel. went all through the house. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care. In hopes that St. Nicholas soon... I'd like to see this one. This was, yeah, this was the OG of Christmas horror movies. The one with the psycho guy didn't look as... Wait, no, we did... Did we see this trailer already? No, it's the... We saw the sequel. But this was the original. This is the one that was based on. He just... This guy just like... He's a toy store Santa and he just flips out. But look at that mask. It looks like tourist trap. It has that eerie like... Axe to the chest. Always a classic. Choke him out with the lights. Yeah, this was the very first movie that I saw that was horror based on Christmas. Look at that! <laughs> You've made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. Silent night. I mean, that looks Deadly good. I, I'd, I'd like to watch that now. Did you hear the log line? I don't line? think I've seen it. What was the log line? What was the log line? You survived Halloween. Now try to survive Christmas. This was 1984, so they were playing off. Slashers were big right then. So yeah, that was the very first one. That's when I realized that they were making this a genre. We're going to skip a couple of these other ones, but I'm going to read it. Number 19 is Wind Chill. Number 18 is Red Christmas 2016. Red has, Christmas. Red Christmas has D. Wallace, not listed as D. Wallace Stone. Widow and her bickering family gather at a remote estate on Christmas Eve. And it looks like there's some killing that happens. Uh, number 17 is Saint. Uh, never heard of it. 2010. Oh, this is the one we... Okay, we got to whip the trailer up for this one. Because the title is Money. Who slew Auntie Rue from 1972? I'll look it up. Mrs. Forrest. Shelley Winters, who's known as Auntie Rue, has a holiday tradition of inviting orphans to her mansion for a party. But Rue isn't completely sane. She lost her husband and is obsessed with deceased daughter whose corpse still lives in the house. So when Kathy Combs sneaks into the party with her brother Christopher, the deranged lady abducts the young girl with the hopes of replacing her daughter. Christopher must then try to save Katie. It has Shelley Winters in it. She plays Auntie Rue, I assume. Yeah. Look, there's nothing weird about about it sometimes folks are giving and they're generous and it's their it's their jam that for christmas they want to invite over orphans and feed them and give them gifts (laughs) 
It's not strange. No. There's nothing weird about it. You should never be suspicious of that. No. Or the person who does that. No, don't give them any grief over this. And it was 1972. In 1972, horror movies were uh, basically a rock and roll free-for-all. So I'd be surprised. Can you find a trailer for this? I don't know. This is going to be a tough one. Oh, you did? All right, let's check it out. Is this a British movie? Is this, is this from England? Who oh, made, she who is. There's Shelley Winters. When does a lullaby become an unbelievable horror? Does she sing in this movie? Oh. What? There was once a little girl very like you who lived in this house. What happened to her? They got Katie locked in the nursery. This you? feels British. Haven't you? It does. Dude. I don't know. Not Samuel L. Bronkowitz, right? Samuel L. Bronkowitz <laughs> presents. <laughs> Whoever slew Auntie Rue. Dude, that looks great. Aunt Rue is a witch. Now come on. Oh, alright. This is a Christmas movie? R- R- Hugh Griffin is the pig man. What? Who is that? I don't know. It's just the pig man's in there. Oh! Rolling pig to the skull! I think that was a log. Oh. What terrors lay waiting in winding corridors and shadowed corners? I don't know. Devil stalks the darkness. Guy in a mask. <laughs> you children don't want to leave here. You have a home now. Forever. I can't believe shit. <laughs> this is so awesome. Whoever slew Auntie Rue. <laughs> Whoever slew Auntie Rue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about that's Rue movie. 50 56% uh agree with you it's rotten but yeah i just had no idea that that was 1972 cool artwork man but yeah that's very crazy that title jumped out to me all right next up number 15 oh this has to be from the people who brought you thanks killing comes the ginger dead man from 2005 is that right is it really from them oh no i don't know it's a gingerbread man who looks freaking terrifying it's comedy horror blood in an ancient curse allows an executed killer gary Busey, to return as a murderous gingerbread man In a quiet bakery, one woman is about to confront her past. Oh god, the freaking... The gingerbread man looks like Gary Busey. Well, he is the gingerbread man. Unforgivable act of violence. It also says here that after they fried him in the chair, they cremated him and sent his ashes to his mother in Coonsboro. Something else was just left at the back porch, too. C-O-D. Oh, heck. He said heck. <laughs> oh, heck. His blood's getting into the dough, though. Oh, that's what does it. An unholy curse. What is it? What's with all the curse words? It's Christmas. Except the guy said, oh, heck. It's me, Roger. Why'd you come and get me? A new kind of cookie. What the hell is that? But it sure ain't the Pillsbury fucking dope boy. 
<laughs> Gary Busey is the ginger dead man. Wow. That's a good role for him. <laughs> Alright, I mean, this looks good. <laughs> Was that Helen Mirren? <laughs> that would be awesome. Vin Diesel called in a few favors and he got his friend Helen to be in a movie with his friend Gary. You are! Run, run, as fast as you can. Something's in the oven. The ginger dead man. <laughs> Evil never tasted so good. Eat me, you punk bitch! Need <laughs> a little Christmas tree. <laughs> That's like playing that to cleanse the palate. Alright, that's 2005. I'm in for Hulu, Annie Rue, and the Ginger Dead Bad. I mean, those are the two that look the best out of this list so far. Definitely Ginger Dead Men. But again, I gotta cut a promo on Rotten Tomatoes. I think you Dude. guys are just <laughs> Googling movies that take place at Christmas. Yeah, and it didn't work out. Uh, I'm gonna skip this next one. Number 14, Silent Night, 2012. It looks like it's a remake. It has Malcolm McDowell and Jamie King, though. So it's got stellar casting, directed by Stephen C. Miller. It feels like it's a remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, creepy scent. Mask. Oh God! Anchor Bay. Remember Anchor Bay tapes? Oh yeah. I heard this story. This fella dressed as Santa. He said about killing. He's got a flamethrower. Creep. Every year, a new town. Everyone knows that story. It's an urban legend. Mm -hmm. This holiday! Number one holiday for people going nuts. Well, that's Margaret McGowan. Listen, we've got a lead on our killer from the motel. He's wearing a Santa suit and a mask. Hiding in plain sight. So this is kind of a no-sell uh, Christmas horror movie. Yeah, no, I think it is a no-sell. We're just gonna have to take this maniac down ourselves. I'm kind of interested in this one. Yeah, I can't believe it's 2012. Is it a remake, though? Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. <laughs> I don't think it's a remake. I think that that's just a straight up. That's just okay. A uh, no sell holiday horror movie, which I can appreciate. Everyone's got to try and make it goofy, you know, and make it silly. Ha ha, Christmas. But what if folks just start getting slayed at Christmas by a dude in a Santa suit? Yeah, you'd you be no done. sell it. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what that was. We're going to skip the next one because we have a whole show dedicated to this from our Irish horse correspondent expert from Ireland. Crumpus is number 15. So we'll, we have a show dedicated for that next week. So we'll go to the next one is from 1974, Stranger in the House. Interesting. As I've never heard breaks, of it. As winter break begins. Oh, it's got Margot Kidder, the original Lois Lane. As winter break begins, a group of sorority sisters, including Jess and the often inebriated Barb, begin to receive anonymous, lascivious phone calls, initially Barb eggs the caller on, but stops when he responds threateningly. Soon, Barb's friend Claire goes missing from the sorority house, and the local adolescent girl is murdered. Number 11 is The Lodge, which I kind of vaguely remember. You remember The Lodge? That just came out, didn't it? Yeah. 
And it's got a 74% tomato meter, but... Don't eat all those boomboxes. No, I got to plug <laughs> Candy Mix by Boombox. I don't like Rotten Tomatoes poll, sorry. Some of these are pretty good. Some of these are okay, but you need to condense this. Just give me the top 10. Uh, number 10 is Dead End. When a family en route to a Christmas evening gathering takes a shortcut down the road, it sounds like wrong turn, but the Christmas version is called Dead End from 2003. Uh, I've never... Uh, yeah, okay. This is from 1980, and it's called Christmas Evil, and it's got great artwork with Santa holding a bloody screw driver a flathead not a phillips head and eavesdropping on mother turns a boy into a killer who roams the streets dressed as santa claus i've definitely seen this the opening scene is pretty screwed up next one is number eight day of the beast a heavy metal fan and a psychic help a priest seek the infant antichrist what about gremlins that's not on the list oh we're getting there we're getting there number seven is the children from 2008 two families gather an upscale english estate in late december sound familiar no no number six is anna and the apocalypse oh wait that one's really good i can't play that one because that's all music yeah no that's all music but i do recommend that one a lot because it does something so interesting at the ending that it's worth watching okay it's hard to not tell you what it is or about it without spoiling it it's a musical right it's got a lot of that in it you know when zombie movies get to the end yeah they're generally on a downer yes the way it does it is like awesome i loved it because it reminded me like the musical episodes of buffy which i was always a mark for it's really good because personally i kind of like musicals sometimes it starts off strong just as a musical before the zombie stuff even starts you're kind of into the whole story of this high school love drama yeah i remember alamo was pushing it big well anyway that was number six we are now in the top five which this next one i think i've seen it's actually on netflix it's the christmas horror story from 2015, starring William Shatner. Not even Santa Claus is safe from the evil that descends on Bailey Down. The artwork has Krumpus versus Santa Claus in like a face-off on the box art. Number four is Inside. It's a scissor-wielding psychopath terrorizes a pregnant widow on Christmas Eve. That sounds terrifying. It's just called Inside? Yeah. Now we get into the top three are actually certified fresh. Uh, this one, I think we actually have to do a whole show on Gremlins. Gremlins is the perennial Christmas movie, hands down, directed by our very dear, close, personal, longtime friend, Joe Dante. Yeah, we're good friends. Number two, Better Watch Out. From 2016, it's got 89%. That's Car- the one where they kidnapped the babysitter, right? Ashley travels to a suburban home of the learners to babysit their 12-year-old son. Yeah, I've seen that one, too. That's on Shutter, available now yeah, in their seasonal, the seasonal horror favorite right now. All right. And you knew this one. I did not know this one, but it is the highest rated Christmas horror movie on Rotten Tomatoes with a whopping 90% and a 70% audience score. Rare Exports, a Christmas tale. Oh yeah, Rare Exports. I remember seeing that a while back. That was it's the highest rated one. I don't think that many people have seen it. Yeah, 2010. It's the highest rated one. A young boy named Piatri and his friend Juso think a secret mountain drilling project near their home in northern Finland has uncovered the tomb of Santa Claus. However, this monstrous evil Santa, much like cheery Saint Nick of legend, when Piatri's father captures a feral old man in his wolf trap, the man may hold the key to why reindeer are being slaughtered and children are disappearing. See, that's another one that it's kind of a no, it's a no-sell Christmas horror. It's not jokey at all. No. It takes those, like, Norwegian legends of horror Santa Claus pretty seriously. All right. So I don't know. I didn't know a lot of people had seen that one. 
I was thinking that movie. Remember that movie where uh, the kid is obsessed with Rambo or something, and he's oh, got that yes. crazy Santa uh, mall Santa that comes to his house to yes, right, and he has to say he has to save his grandfather. Title. I don't remember the title. I don't remember yeah. the title either, but I remember watching it, and it was sort of was the basis for Home Alone. It's what they evolved Home Alone from. I haven't seen it. I'm down. I saw the box art and read it, and it reminded me of I watch this SNL Christmas special every year, and it's the skit where John Malkovich is reading the kids. Twas the night before Christmas with the John Malkovich twist, and it basically turns into you kids should be sucking on pennies. It's delightful, and Pine Natal, if you don't leave him a stick of butter, is gonna eat your toast. <laughs> I've seen it, but I never remember what that's. That's it. Pine Mattel is going to come and he's going to take all your toes. <laughs> As he's talking about the Twas the Night Before Christmas, he's explaining like the suicide and mortality rate that actually happens during that. That's what I saw when I got rare exports. <laughs> it's Pine, good. Check Pine it out. Mattel. I think it's on Shutter as well. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. <laughs> Itchy, itchy. (laughs) The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in the hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Now, you know what they say about hopes. They're what we cling to when reality has left us nothing else. (laughs) The children were nestled snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads and mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. Now, kids, here's a question, true or false. During the holiday season, the suicide rate increases significantly. Right? Well, you get back to me on that. When out on the lawn there rose such a clatter I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. You, you know that the state of California has a home invasion law where it's actually legal to shoot someone just for entering your residence? And I'm talking, I mean perfectly legal. Did you know that? Well, it's true. Away to the window, I flew like a flash tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to the objects below when what to my wandering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. Now, did you know that it is estimated that Santa's sleigh weighs 353,000 tons? So. Traveling at 650 miles per second would create such an enormous friction that Santa and his reindeer would burst into flame. <laughs> you understand? Like, like a meteor entering the atmosphere. This is a scientific fact. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be Saint Nick. You know, in Portugal, they actually don't call him Saint Nick. His name is Pai Natal. And unless children leave him a stick of butter, he steals one of their toes. (laughs) It's rather terrifying. Oh, by the way, 
If any of you guys are in the mood for a treat, here's a bowl of Hall's mentholiptus. <laughs> no? Suit yourselves. Can I say, when I was a child, we used to suck on pennies. You know what I'm saying? And it was a delight. You know, I, I'm getting the sense that not many of you are enjoying this. I mean, am I correct in, in this assumption? Okay, well, I, well, kids, let's put it this way. You've rendered all this useless, okay? I'll just skip to the end. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. So, Merry Christmas, children. Do you know what? Pai Natal is coming and he is going to feast on all your toes. 